Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice, and a good polar vortex. <laughs> Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. If you can find the time to explore the mind of a stripper, then you can find the time to spend with your actual family. Prime Time with Isaac and Sue. Damn! What they on? All steroids and no carbs? Them's a thick-ass kids. This is Prime Time. We're not like you. We're growing up. Your source for the best in local, regional, and national sports. Here are Isaac Ropp and Jason Sekanik with Primetime on 1080 The Fan. Hey, what it do? Ahoy! What up? Hold on, I'm disinfecting things. Turns out Meringue's got long COVID now, too. Are you serious? Yeah, what is with that guy? I swear to God, that man has more ailments. How does he know that? Well, he, I was listening to Danny and Dusty, because I do. It's my favorite show. And they opened up with today, and Meringue said he had another visit to the doctor. And I'm like, great, he's dying again. He's like he's at the doctor like every other day, and he's on a bunch of weird experimental steroid medications now because apparently he has long COVID, and he sits on my he sits in my seat and wheezes over everything that I have. Now is he contagious? I don't know, but he has. I don't know what long COVID. That I, son of a. Bitch. He's got long COVID, which means I'm assuming you How still do you know have that though. Do you, is he, I, I don't does that wanna, mean you still test positive? I don't know. I don't know. Get him I, in here. Is but he, I guess he's, he's got here? he's got some sort of respiratory, you know, what have you. I do know that he had to go to the doctor, and now he's taking a bunch of steroids that said make him feel all loopy. Meanwhile, we're in here sucking on the same microphone. The next thing I know, I'm going to get his weird hip disease. That guy said, like, he is, he makes me feel better about my situation. Because I've always got some sort of ailment, but mine's usually like some sort of joint thing. I feel like Danny could die at any moment. And now, on top of it, we're throwing long COVID. So I'm busy disinfecting everything because I don't know if you can catch long COVID, but I don't want it. I don't want it. Well, that was a great hire. <laughs> yeah. But. We're going to hire the sickest man on the planet. Was it if he's going to die any day? <laughs> Poor Dusty. Yeah. He's now lost a co-host every which way. Another one. Let's just kill Danny now. Pretty this much. This would be the first time where if we kill somebody early, which we've done many times, yeah, it would be it's actually accurate. Yeah, well, and it would probably be like a mercy thing at this point. Yeah. Look, if he was a dog, like we would love him and we would embrace him, but at some point, you know, we would have put him down. Enough's enough, Danny. Rest it's... in peace, Danny Moran. <laughs> yes.
Thanks for your uh, yeah, thanks for the six long, months of work. And thanks for the long COVID that apparently you've given me. Long COVID. Yeah. I don't even know what long COVID is, but apparently he has it, and I don't want it. Yeah. How about that? Well, I felt when I had COVID, I felt like I had long COVID because it lasted forever. Yeah, my COVID lasted like 12 hours. Your COVID, man. It was it, like eight weeks. It knocked you in the dirt. But it wasn't long COVID. It's just COVID. COVID. So but, long, how long does it have to go before you're like, oh, that's that's definitely long COVID? I don't know. I'm Because very... he didn't have COVID that long ago. Maybe he's just still <laughs> he got. He still has COVID? Well, yeah. Mm. It, it lasts a while. I mean, it, I mean, it's not like you can't work. Or you're, I mean, you don't feel like. But when I had it, you know, you go up and down for weeks six, seven, and eight. Yeah. And you're like, oh, my God, this is never going away. I have long COVID. Yeah. And then it just goes away. Then it goes away. You're like, maybe I didn't have long. Mm. Or maybe I did have long COVID, and now I don't. I don't know. So after 10 weeks, is it long? <laughs> I 12 weeks, is it long? I feel like he doesn't have long COVID. Yeah. I feel like he's just he had just... a bad case of COVID. Well, either way. I'm, I'm his doctor now. I'm uh, Well, I'm glad. I'm glad that you're giving him the- But I would definitely disinfect. <laughs> That's what I'm doing. I mean, I just don't like that we're sitting. Should city, he be working remotely? We're, yeah, I, I think so. I think so. Well, I think him and Dusty both had to work remotely because of the COVID. God, this and place I'm, is gross. And I'm not thrilled because you have kind of become a bit of a germaphobe. I have. And I'm not saying I'm there, but at the same time, I'm not thrilled with the idea of sitting in the same seat when I found out that someone is now on medication for COVID. I don't like Dude, that. Yeah, that. I don't well, like it. It wasn't the COVID thing, really, but it kind of was. Yeah. I have turned into a bit of a, like, yeah. people are gross. You're, and if you really <laughs> watch them, yeah. especially the ones with little kids oh yeah it's just foul well kids are very sticky and they're awful know, yeah and i and i and they're very gross and they pass all the you know we get all the all these things that go around all start with the schools True. you know but uh and so it's not all their fault but it's just like if you watch how people go about their business yeah it's disgusting well and you've really maybe covid help us like understand we need to clean up our act a little bit i would like to think that you certainly i would say over the last year i've noticed you're constantly wiping and spraying and yeah yeah you yeah. don't want you yeah. don't want any of that i masked up on the plane yeah you did i told you that i yeah. my wife did too and i don't regret that at all maybe you've become healthier because of that's this. not hard well and, and here i'm being dead serious like covid for me was absolutely nothing but it kicked your ass i'm assuming that stays with you for a little bit yeah you don't want it and you got and you got like the 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 weaker covid right imagine had you gotten the covid before the vaccine and you got what was the initial version well my doctor thinks i got the og strain the og and that's why it was so rough yeah but i had been vaccinated and stuff so imagine if i hadn't yeah so i mean that's that's kind of scary i get that that i had a i have a good buddy of mine that caught it and he battled it. I don't know what the difference between long COVID or if COVID just hangs around, but he was uh, he was sick for a while, and he's talked about having like kind of the brain fog, and um, it bummed him out for a while that he was dealing with it. So I, I can yeah. imagine how frustrating that is. And luckily for me, like I said, it just I, I, you know that it was, it was nothing. I knock on wood or marble or whatever we have around here, whatever this. Well, I don't well, know what but, this table's made out of, but you, you know, know that was it, good. It's not just about COVID; like it's flu season. Yes. I don't want the flu. Yeah. Well, I had that. I, I, I don't had, want a cold. I had some sort of... It's uh, just not hard to be to, to kind of like, you know, wash your hands a lot and like disinfect yeah. and like not touch a lot of stuff and then touch your face. You know, oh, it's yeah. just if you're really paying attention or just watching. I have gotten a lot better at that. I will say that since COVID, I am much more of a diligent uh, hand washer, careful of touching my face, all that, 100%. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm definitely more aware of it. Because now with that RS whatever virus going around, I feel like everyone with a kid, including Buckley, he went in here wheezing around. Everyone's, yeah. I, I just feel like everyone I know has been sick within the last like two months. Everybody. Yeah. Well, there I you go. don't want it. Nor do I. So thanks a lot, Danny. Somebody asked, who's missed more time, AJ or Danny? That's a good call. That's AJ for sure, right? <laughs> well, she was here like every other day, and she was never sick. She just had better things to do. Well, I think they paid her by the show. I think that was the, the case. So she was Well, like, she was gone. Yeah, it's like, yeah, I got things to do. Well, she had TV obligations, yes. too. She Danny had in, just has doctors. She had important TV things to do. Well, he just has like to Danny, worry about like a hip. I don't think he's missed a lot of time, though. He's he's here. Yeah, he's he's here. just ailing. Yeah, always. And I always feel bad for him. because Which every- would you rather have, an ailing co-host? <laughs> But who shows up, oh, or a co-host who's in and out, but is perfectly healthy, <laughs> and span, and hiking all up and down the uh, West Coast. I think you want the alien one, right? I mean, they're there doing your job. You just feel bad for him that he's always, and they're not little either. Like he's got, like he's like having a hip done, and like his, you know, there's always some sort of organ that's getting ready to be taken out. And uh, he was in the NBA draft night. He was doing. He was like live tweeting the NBA draft from a hospital bed. I don't remember what got him there, but he had some sort of blood infection or whatnot, and mm. he was pulling a Hugh Freeze. He was coaching from the sidelines because the you know the, the 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 Jack Ramsey's podcast. The people needed their Blazer news, hospital bed or not. And I'll tell you right now, this show not live tweeting anything from a hospital bed, not happening. Mm. Well, hope everybody's having a nice little Tuesday. Uh, Buck is in there, I think. I don't see him. Yeah, I see Hello. him right there. There he is. Hey, Buckley. What's going on? How's your day? Oh, good. I'm just uh, I'm combing through some of the very best of the Mike Leach audio that we have in the Mike system. Mike Leach. Yeah, that's a bummer. He's dead. Yeah, we knew that. I mean, the the reports were circling from people that were in the know that um, that he was. Uh, they were just waiting for everyone to gather around him, and then they were gonna. They were going to pull the plug and make the call. And I miss him already. I'll tell you what. The world is a worse place and certainly a less uh, interesting place yes. with Mike Leach being gone. I said today, in, in a world of boring and bland and red-ass coaches, just be a Mike Leach. Don't be one of those. And He was great. You know, he was one of those guys, too. I, it was always a weird thing because I said that from a coaching standpoint, I, I would never want to play for him. That coaching style just doesn't sit well with me. But he was my favorite coach that I ever talked to off the air. He just seemed, he was just the most interesting guy and genuine and seemed good natured guy, which is always weird when you saw him go on one of his like little, you know, rants against one of his teams. But I, I just, I loved being around Mike Leach. He was just one of those guys. And now you're hearing everybody that was ever around him for any period of time now has the same stories about him. You know, being forthcoming with his with his time and and just having conversations with you that had nothing to do with football, and he's just one of those guys that I don't think many people will forget meeting. And when it's all said and done, the only thing that we leave behind is our loved ones and and kind of those memories. And I think Mike Leach Mike Leach left maybe more positive memories with people than just about anyone that I can that I can remember. So you're gonna hear some Leach audio today. Yeah, a lot of audio. Yeah. And I, a lot of clips of him. And I will say that one of my... He's very funny. Yeah, one of my great regrets is Mike Leach invited me down to hang out at Key West, and that was one of those, and, and he meant it. I talked to the SID, he goes, absolutely. And it was one of those that you're like, ah, do I re- am I really just going to show up down at Key West with Mike Leach? And uh, and it bums me out, because I'm guessing that that would have been an experience of a lifetime and uh, never get the opportunity now. He was one of one. 100%. That man, very yes. unique.
Um, all right, so we have some leech audio today. We've got our Jamboree. I know you love that. Yes. Uh, the Beavers could be in on a big transfer quarterback. That would be nice. I think that has to be well. Now that you got uh, you got Trent Bray and you got Coach Smith locked up, I think priority one for Oregon State is to get in the transfer portal and find a quarterback. We've got. Uh, do you love affidavits? Affidavits. Yeah, I'm I, big on that. I can't say that I've. Uh, I love affidavits. Do you? You're a big yeah, fan. You like, they you, reveal. You like to pour through. Yeah, I like to pour through affidavits. <laughs> uh, the affidavit is out. And it reveals the details regarding Chris Beard. Yes. The Austin Strangler. I don't oh. I don't need details because his attorney has already told me that this is fake news <laughs> and that he should have never well, been arrested in the first place. And that the victim doesn't even want charges yeah, pressed. So what do we yeah. like why do I need an affidavit? I will say why would Chris's attorney lie to me? For those that haven't read the affidavit, right? Isn't it affidavit? No. Yeah, that is yeah, correct. It sounds like affidavit. It's not, not. It's affidavit. Yeah, there's a T at the end. Thank you, Swigard. Uh, it doesn't, I mean, it's like, <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Rob, Rob, Rob's giving it two thumbs. Yeah. Well, it highlights what we should all already know, and that is never spin your glasses. No. That's no. a bad move. Yeah. If you spin the glasses. Do you know what I'm talking about? I do know. Have you read the affidavit? I have read the affidavit. He was spinning the glasses, and I do that some. Do you? Where you have your glasses in your hand, and you're just spinning them on, yes. the, on the tip there. Yeah. That's a very condescending move towards the wife. Now, I don't wear glasses, but I understand the... You don't do that. It's it's very flippant. It's very flippant. That's exactly (laughs) right. Don't do it. And we learned that from Chris Beard. (laughs) So we have that today. Kyler Murray situation got a little hairier. He's out for the year, ACL. Yeah, well, he's got 200 and whatever it is, 30 million guaranteed. He's fine. I'm sure the Cardinals, uh, maybe not so much. So uh, that's what we're going to do. Got hot soccer talk. Hello. Hey, you know what? The poll question today pertains to, it doesn't really pertain to soccer. Yeah. Because I would never do that to you. But it was inspired by my soccer viewing today. Oh. Did you watch Argentina? Uh-huh. I'm on board here. I did. I've, I've, I've been- uh, I mean, I watched some of it. But they it? got up 2-0 and then it was like, ah. Yeah. I've been, reju- my interest in the World Cup, rejuvenated. Yeah. Because after the U.S. fell, I'm not going to lie. It's like, hmm. And then Japan went down. And so then I was like, well, I, I don't know what I'm rooting for. But now, the idea of Messi uh, kind of putting the uh, the cap on arguably the greatest soccer career of all time, uh, that's I'm, I'm all on board, man. Go Argentina. Go Messi. All right, so that is where we start next on The Fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. (laughs) Heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. 
spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Here's our poll question today. Poll is housed on Twitter at 1080thefan. As always, brought to you by uh, AAA Heating and Cooling, a family business helping families for over 60 years, AAA, IAQ.com. Now, uh, this was inspired by me watching about 10 minutes of Argentina, Croatia. You are correct. But Argentina dominated them, and so then I turned it off. Yeah. They got up 2 nothing in a hurry, and it was... It was like forty nine nothing. Although Argentina got up three nothing and ended up being Argentina got what up was two final three nothing. Argentina got up two nothing on uh, the Netherlands and uh, that ended up going to penalty kicks. Three nothing. That's a blowout in that soccer. Is indeed an that's ass what they tell me. Yeah, but I was watching Messi. That guy Messi. Mm-hmm. Boy, he at thirty five years old is putting on an absolute master class. I have never, so I'm just, this inspired this poll question because I was watching soccer and I never really watched much soccer. Mm -hmm. I like the sport, I just don't watch that much of it. Sure. And I was watching Messi and I just, he was eye-popping. He was off the screen, he was jumping into my living room, like how good he was and how much better he was than everybody on the field. And you always hear that, you know, the Messis, the Ronaldos, the, I don't know, name the biggest soccer stars, David Beckham back in the day. And I remember watching Beckham going, eh, all right. you know, like, uh, I don't know. You you watch because it's, it's probably somebody who doesn't know anything about basketball. They hear about LeBron James and then they go watch a basketball game and LeBron James has a bad game. And they're like, what's the big deal? Yeah. Right. Sure. This was the first time I'd watched soccer and went, oh, baby, that guy is worth the price of admission. Yeah. So that inspired this poll question. Okay. If you knew nothing about any sport in which... Would the stars stand out the most? Hmm. Soccer, because that's what happened with me and Messi today. Yeah. Basketball, football, or hockey. Now, I didn't put baseball on there because I felt like baseball, it's going to be more subtle. It'll be the least. Like, yeah, it's subtle. You know, I've, I've, I go up, when, when Mike Trout's in town, I like going up and seeing the Angels, right? You get Otani, my kids love that. You get Mike Trout. But, but you're not going to go to one. I'm talking about one yeah, game. You're, you're just not, watching a yeah. game. You know nothing about the sport. You're yeah. just watching. You're going, oh, my God, that guy's amazing. I don't think that would happen in baseball unless you just happen to catch a day where yeah, Trout goes, hits two home runs. Someone goes or, nuts. Or whatever. I, I think basketball, to me, is my answer. I think on a day-to-day basis, I think a true star in basketball stands out more than, than anything else. And certainly there's off nights where people take it off, but... I always said for me in the 20 years we've been doing this, there's a few guys. Allen Iverson is one of these guys. When Iverson came to town, go. He was worth the price of admission. And you knew when you watched Allen Iverson play, you were watching a star. Um, I think Lillard has some of this. 
I mean, when when you go and watch Damian Lillard play, and since he's come back from injury, he's averaging 35-7-7. He had 11 three-pointers last night. When you watch Lillard, when you watch Steph Curry, when you watch Giannis, those guys are different. In a, in a league full of tall, athletic freaks, those guys stand out, and I think on an on a night-to-night basis, they stand out. And certainly, I'm, I'm no soccer fiend or anything, but I watch a little more soccer than I think you do, but I definition of casual at best. But I've seen Messi, and he's a guy that stands out. But again, you may get, you know, if he scores a goal and creates four chances, that's an unbelievable game for him. And to a casual observer, I'm not sure how much that stands out. Whereas, you know, if Giannis goes for 33 you know, eleven and eight. Yeah, you're gonna notice it, and you're gonna notice him streaking by people. So I, I'm, I'm going NBA. Well, I've always thought soccer was hard to really tell who the stars were. I went and watched a, a um, uh, mm-hmm. Premier League game. Yeah, in LA, mm-hmm. I forget who the two teams were that were playing, but they played in LA when we were down there. And you know, what, there was one guy that I'm like, wow, that guy's really good. And I asked my buddy, like, where's he playing? He's like, oh, I don't know, some. I don't. I don't know. It just was very hard to tell. <laughs> I don't know. Well, they were all there. good. Yeah. Obviously, it was high level soccer. Like sure. it was really cool to watch it at this in, in person. Mm-hmm. I mean, first time ever I'd seen that in person. But at the same time, I couldn't tell you who was the best players out there. As a matter of fact, they could have said that guy's the best player out there. I'm like, well, he hasn't done squat. That's like saying uh, watching Oregon football and going, where the hell is Penny Sewell? Sure. You know, yeah. or I mean Noah Sewell. Sorry. Uh, he didn't. Uh, to me, every time I watched Oregon, everybody tells out. me about Noah Sewell. Dude, where is he? Yeah. Is he even on the field? No, I get so it. So it's that type of thing. I've always felt that with soccer, basketball, it's easy because it's the it's the jaw dropping athleticism. Yes. it's just it jumps off the screen at you. But that's all of them. Mm-hmm. It's more you know the the highly skilled ones maybe jump off the page a little bit more frequently in basketball, certainly than soccer, but I'm not sure about football. And I definitely don't know about hockey because I don't watch a lot of hockey. Hockey, you you can't. I mean... You cannot? You can. When you get someone that's a transcendent player, boy, they'll they'll stick out on, on the ice. But, again, you're, you're talking about a casual observer... Yeah, you're you know, supposed to know nothing about it. You're supposed to know sports. nothing about it. I'm not certain that I still that... I feel like football's close. Football is. Especially on defense. Yeah. If you're really watching guys. Yeah. If you Well, I mean, again, if, if you've got like a Derek Thomas back in the day, and he's, I mean. and he's, you know, a, a Bosa brother, and they're just absolutely trashing a game plan, and every time you turn around, that guy's hitting someone, yeah, it sticks out. Quarterbacks, a, a dominant run game. If you get Derek Henry on the right game, it'll stick out. You'd be like, who is that giant human being running everyone over? But I still think on a game-to-game basis, your best bet is a, a Steph Curry or a Giannis or a LeBron or a Dame or well, something Giannis, like that. Yeah, there's a couple guys in basketball that even if you just saw them without even playing, you yeah. just saw them in person, <laughs> yeah, you're that? like, that's a human? Yeah. Like Giannis would yeah. be a great example. Yeah. Well, around the time that he won the first unanimous MVP ever, Curry was getting like thousands of people at his warm-up routines in the NBA. Do you remember this? Like it was, people were showing up because he was before anyone was doing the really long three point shots, and he had a whole dribbling thing, and it was enough of a spectacle that before the game had even started, people were showing yeah, up to watch yeah. it. People do that for batting practice for certain prolific baseball players, you know. Very skilled. Yeah, and I find NBA players too, especially some of the big ones. It's and, and you're much closer to the action than you are in other sports. You're right there, and if you're down near the court and you're watching the size of those guys run around. It, it's it, it can be startling. I mean, the NFL has some of this too, but you're you're never really on the sidelines. 
you know, the game's further away. I don't think people have an appreciation for it necessarily how big and fast it is, where I think the NBA game, it tends to just be more in your face. I think it's visually the most uh, physically impressive sport that that we have. Well, Messi blew me away today. I yep. guess he just had a great game. Yep. Well, and he's he had, was awesome. And he's had a great World Cup. So, I mean, he has won every award known to man. A lot of people consider him to be the greatest soccer player of all time, or at least one of the top three or four of all time. But his knock, and even some people in his country, after the, the you know, he's had some some World Cup bowouts. I think they've made it to the finals once, if I remember correctly. And But he hasn't won. And a lot of people, like in his country, there was some talk that he didn't want to play for Argentina anymore because people were bagging on the guy. Saying, hey, you're supposed to be the greatest of all time. You haven't won a World Cup. You know, what the hell? Well, now he's 35. His best days are behind him. And he's now in the World Cup finals. And in this World Cup, he has the most goals, the most assists, the most shots, and the most chances created. I mean, he is... This would be the equivalent, I think, of like John Elway winning the Super Bowl and then, you know, (laughs) thanks for coming. I'm good. Now go get $200 million to go play in the MLS in Miami or whatever and walk off into the sunset. But this is the could be the crowning achievement in arguably one of, if not the greatest career of all time. And I, for one, I'm I'm, I'm all on board. Yeah. I, I want to see him do this. I like celebrating greatness. He seems like a good dude, is he? I don't know. But for the most like part, it is. seems like he's good with people, with the press. There was a big uh, international tax evasion thing following him around. Yeah, yeah. no but, one cares uh, about that. So. Well, this is one for me. My <laughs> kids played soccer when they were younger, and... Messi was one of those guys that got my kids into soccer. Yeah. You know, when, when, you know, this was what, 15, you know, ish years ago, um, when he was a young guy, he was the star of, of soccer. And so all the little kids that would play, like my son used to run around in a little FC Barcelona Lionel Messi jersey. And they had the Messi posters on their wall. So for a non soccer fan, you know, when I would sit, my kids wanted to watch soccer and we turned on a Barcelona game. That was really kind of my first mainstream adult exposure besides maybe the Women's World Cup team uh, when I was in college and the Brandy Chastain, Chastain and those gals. Messi was kind of my first adult introduction to soccer. So I kind of have a soft spot for the guy. And it bothers me when greatness gets unfair criticism. The fact that anyone's trying to dog this guy because he doesn't have a World Cup as if he's solely responsible for it, I just think it would be great to to get one after most people thought that maybe that opportunity had passed. And by the way, you were right. Uh, he did come close. They lost in the final to Germany eight years ago. Yeah. The damn Germans. And I remember him leaving the field and like all dejected, and that's when people were like, he's you know, a bum, and he can't get it done, and he's not Pele. And... France and who else? It's France and Morocco. So yeah. France, the heavy favorite. Morocco, yeah, see, the, the darling underdog. You're talking about I, I, Argentina still like the Lakers, right? So I'm rooting for <laughs> Morocco. Is that who you said? Yes. Yeah, Morocco. Morocco. I'm rooting for them. Morocco would be the... It'd be that, a huge upset. Yeah, that's like a 12 seed winning yeah. the NCAA tournament. Yeah, if they beat France and yeah. then Argentina, yeah, that's what I want. Be monster. That's what I want. Uh, by the way, I was watching that uh, England-France game. This is my I have World Cup breakdown. Okay. I was in the airport in Mexico. That was a good to, game. That was really entertaining. Oh, it was a great game. I was getting ready to fly home, and we were sitting there in the airport watching it because everybody was into it there, you know. And uh, Kane, Kane, is that his name? The, the Harry English Kane, yeah. Misses a, a point-blank uh, penalty kick. Did and you did guys you, see that? And did you call him a bum? It was his Dude, second one of the terrible. day. Yeah. It was his second miss of No, the no. So he had. they were talking about it beforehand and what the coach's strategy would be or should be because they had a penalty earlier that he converted. So they thought, well, 
if you have the second chance, are you going to go up and do the exact same thing you did before? Should mm. you send a different star player mm. so that he does something different? Or mm. should this existing star player do something that's not his norm? Well, And he ended up going towards this exact same spot, but airmailing it over. Yeah, Here's a lay soccer view yeah. viewpoint. That guy's supposed to be amazing. <laughs> how do you miss that? Because how do you miss it? He sucks. How do you miss a free throw? A little different. Is Lots it? of guys yeah. have missed PKs in this tourney. Yeah, no, I know. Yeah. I know. It's obviously not that easy. Or they would do it. But when I hear all this, Kane, Kane, he's the man, he's the man. And then he gets a, like that point blank. It's like, oh, my God. <laughs> if that'd be like LeBron missing a dunk or something. According, I think it's a little harder than a dunk. But, yeah, I get where you're coming from. Maybe a, maybe a finger roll. So according to one Isaac Roth. He's terrible. He's a bum. Totally there's, overrated. There's your... Messy, because I watched him for 10 minutes. Yes. Now that is greatness. Fantastic. Jumped off the screen. But the last two World Cups, bum. This World Cup, fantastic. All right, Rip. That means rest in peace. Yes. A college football legend. Let's listen to some clips of the great Mike Leach. We'll do it next. Here's Buck. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice-cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know, the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois. Love the flexibility of working in all sorts of places? Well, working on the go seamlessly requires a strong network like T-Mobile. We have America's largest 5G network. So whether you're on a video call at the park or uploading large files at the coffee shop, we have the 5G speed you need. Whatever takes you on the go, T-Mobile's got you covered. Find out more at T-Mobile.com network today. Coverage not available in some areas. See 5G device coverage and access details at T-Mobile.com. When it comes to air quality, the bad news is that wildfires and air pollution have really degraded the quality of our air. But the good news is that we are all realizing that the quality of our air, especially our indoor air, is really darn important. In 30 minutes, Puro Air will remove allergens, dust, smoke, and gases from your room. It uses a stronger type of filter called HEPA-14, and it filters pollutants at a microscopic level. Check out everything Puro Air has to offer at GetPuroAir.com. That's G-E-T-P-U-R-O-A-I-R.com. Yeah, you guys should have heard our uh, bonus sports talk during the break. Oh, yeah. We're soccer coaches now. We're breaking down uh, strategy on penalty kicks. And with the uh, all the knowledge that I've accumulated in the six days that I've been watching World Cup, you know, I'm, well, all I'm three pretty us, much an expert now. We, we all agree that when you kick a penalty kick, yeah. if they would hire us as the coach, which they should. Or at least consultants. We would all three be coaching our players freaking hammer that thing dude yeah. you have a rocket yeah. on your leg go pick a corner fire it and I... that's what Kane did yeah but at the same time I find it fascinating that freaking Harry Kane who I hear is so great yes can't even put the ball on a penalty kick with no one in front of him except the goaltender yeah. goal goal goalkeeper sorry goaltenders oh, hockey soccer can't player hire me as a coach they'll get very angry. with that kind of terminology yeah he he didn't make the goalkeeper make a play. He missed the net. Yeah. It's like an air ball. Exactly. Right? Yeah. Like you, to your free throw example, yeah. it's, I don't think it's the same. Like a free throw, it, that'd be like stepping up for a free throw and airballing it. Yeah. It's like, not good. That you shouldn't happen. Well, I, at I, least to this coach. I always think it's weird when they go to do the penalty kick and they barely kick it. 
Like that's they, what, yeah, yeah, they, exactly. Yeah, they like wait they for... They try to dribble it in. They try to get cute. Yeah, they wait for the, guy, the goalie to make a, a dive, and then they just kind of... They just kind of, uh, you know, like, here, take one. No, no, no. Line up and let one rip. But, that's yeah. right. Make the goalkeeper make a yes. play. And how about this one? Uh, run the run the one where you score the goal. Score goal. Yes. Score, yeah, run the goal score Kick play. Kick it more. <laughs> God, soccer. Kick more hard. Good. Do. We know, we know what's up. I know. Well, now to sad news. Uh, Mike Leach is dead, and that is very sad. Yeah. Uh, selfishly for all of us, I think um, the first thing you think um, is, you know, 61 kind of sounds an alarm. Yeah. 61 years old. That's not... It's not that old, dude. No. And you think of the people that you have in your life near that age or even over that age, and you think of yourself careening toward that age, and yeah. it's just a harsh reminder to live life to the fullest. That's the first thing. Yeah. But the second thing with him is what a what a treasure. You know, you and I get sour on coaches, and, uh, you know, rightly so. They're not my favorite people in the world. Well, and Leach had some of those traits. Absolutely. Um, at the same time, the thing I appreciate about Leach was I love – that he had the courage to be himself. You know, he was he was very unique and, and very authentic guy. It's amazing how many people in the coaching profession or just the football, just sports as we cover it, anybody in the public eye, they, they are terrified to show their true selves. Mm -hmm. You know, whether they're just trying to get everyone to like them because of their own insecurities or um, he was unapologetically himself. And that was so refreshing, yeah. right? And so all these coaches, like, we talked to Dan Lanning, who I find very authentic and pretty cool. He'll talk about uh, all kinds of stuff off the field. Yeah. He doesn't like to talk about his football team. And, and that, Leach and was like that, too. Absolutely. But the thing I appreciate about Leach is, instead of giving you, like, some cliche answer and not really answering questions or dancing around it like most coaches do with coach speak, he would just talk, he would, like, humor you, talk about raccoons, mm -hmm. you know? Yeah. He was great in that way because it was all – Dan Wetzel had a great piece on Leach today talking about that where it's like, yes, his personality was great and anybody that talked to him, you just you could sit and talk to him for an hour. Anyone. He could talk to anyone for an hour. He was inquisitive and interesting and funny and thoughtful and quirky. But he, he part of his bit was he was deflecting of talking about his team. Mm -hmm. He didn't want to do it. No. And he did it in the most interesting and best way that you could do it as a coach. And I appreciate that. I do too. Age. And it was one of those that if normally, if you had the on field um, persona that Mike Leach had, as far as, you know, calling out players and the, you know, folding up chairs, you don't deserve to sit. And that normally leads to me thinking that you're a terrible person. And, and I, I, I just, I can't stand coaches like that. And to me, it says something about Mike Leach that he had all of those things that I despise in coaches. And yet he might be my favorite person that I've ever covered because he just, like you said, he was unapologetically himself and he was so unique and he was so much more interested in, in what was happening off the field, but at the same time was a football savant. He does not get credit for a lot of his, and there's lots of great pieces out there. Everyone's writing a piece today on Mike Leach. I encourage people to go out and read stuff about him. Not only was he an amazing uh, just personality, an amazing person away from the field, his stuff and the air raid concepts that he had from Oklahoma on down and Kentucky and these places – it really impacted a lot of modern day football and his coaching tree, you know, from Lincoln Riley's part of this. You know, he, he has really touched football and has changed football in a way that I don't think he gets the credit for, probably because he was such a unique, uh, like the gesture of the college football world. And sometimes I think that it's hard for people to give credit X's and O's wise when you're such a, a unique personality off of it. But make no mistake, Mike Leach was a football genius and an innovator and, and he changed the game. Yeah, that was Wetzel's 
big point today was that a lot of Leach's bits and his character took away from his coaching acumen. Yeah. Like, give me another coach who is more known, another coach that changed the game the way Mike Leach did. And I, I get it, he didn't invent the air raid, how yeah. mummy did, but yeah. he came from the original. I mean, he, they, they worked he together. put his stamp on it. That's right. Um, give me another coach that is more known, who has done that much for the game, yeah. but is more known for their personality. You will not find one. No. I racked my brain all day to yeah. try to find. I was even putting together a list of, in my head, the the coaches with the most personality mm-hmm. ever that we've ever talked to or that have just come through sports. Dude, Leach is number one. Yeah. Uh, I will say uh, Dion Sanders has some of that. Has, yeah, it's a different personality, but he's got a lot of that now. The one that jumped out at me was John Madden. Madden Like, did. we remember yes. Madden is the, I took it, I took it, boom, and Well, but broadcasting, John, though, too. John, but that's what I'm saying. Like, that's what we remember John Madden for. John Madden was a really, really yeah. brilliant young coach who won a Super Bowl, and yet we, you know, again, I think because of Madden's over-the-top personality, we don't remember him as a great coach. That was the only other one that I could think of that fell into that category of oversized personality that took away from I've got one other one. an illustrious career. I only came up with one other one. Now, there are, uh, these are honorable mentions. Uh, you know, Chip has quite a bit of personality, sure. but he oftentimes doesn't. He doesn't show it uh, as much as you maybe guys like us would like. Lane Kiffin is, has a pretty good personality. Yeah. Um, you know, this Mike McDaniel guy, the Dolphins. Yeah, he's just a very you know, interesting guy. Very interesting guy, but, but not not funny. a not a necessarily a big. It's a different kind of personality. Yeah, they're but, all different. Yeah. It's just and even even like uh, Bob Huggins came to mind. Like he's an ass, <laughs> yeah. but you know, kind of funny about it. Sure, or whatever. The Leans one, into it a little bit. The one guy, and he is long gone now. But the one guy that I thought about was like it was as quirky as Leech and kind of interesting and fun was Rick Majerus. There you go. And we had him on several times. He yeah. was a lot of fun to talk a lot. to. He and was a heck of a coach. Great coach. But he was very much like Mike Leach off the field, a little bit more sports but oriented. He, but, but he lived in a hotel. And, interesting guy. And just, yeah, was and cool. Yeah. Glanville was another one. Someone pointed out Jerry Glanville yeah. definitely had some of this. Big personality. Big personality. And, and his personality, not that Jerry Glanville wasn't a good coach, but I think sometimes Glanville gets too much credit because it's, it's almost the opposite. His personality was so good that I think we sometimes overvalue the career a bit, whereas maybe some of these others, like Majerus, and, I mean, he was a phenomenal, like, Hall of Fame-type basketball coach. I'm not sure that Glanville falls into that uh, that category. But I feel like Majerus is the closest thing I could think of to Mike Leach. To Mike Leach. They're very, yeah. very unique. You yeah. just don't see them. No. And when they're – I just think the thing I love about them most is they're guys that are willing to just yeah. – to be that. They, they don't hide that. I'm sure there are other guys in coaching that are like Mike Leach and Rick Majerus, but they don't really show it. Yeah. Because for whatever reason, there they was, don't feel like they should. There was a great... And even then, man, I don't... just They broke the mold with, with Coach Leach. Uh, I forget who the, the, the reporter was. Again, I've read so many of these Mike Leach stories today, but um, she was pointing out then she was a young reporter, had never done jack squat on the West Coast, and she uh, she heard that Mike Leach walked... This is when he was in Pullman. Mike Leach walked to practice mm-hmm. every day. Just he went and got a coffee, and he'd walk in his cargo shorts and uh, you know Washington State polo. And she said uh, she got a hold of Mike Leach and said, uh, "I hear you walk to work every day. Uh, you don't know me, uh, but could I walk with you sometime?" And she said there was a brief pause, and Leach in his you know gravelly voice went, uh, uh, "Yeah, bring good shoes." <laughs> and she said she was like, "What?" And so she showed up. 
at Mike Leach's house, by the way. And he's like, yeah, here's my address. She shows up, and they walk to work. And he said the entire time they were walking, he just kept asking her questions about her and her family and this and that. And she wrote a really nice piece today on that. And that was, I mean, the idea of, of let's say, a, a top 25 coach in America, any top 25 coach, the idea of getting a one-on-one with that coach as an unnamed, you know, anonymous young reporter, let alone a coach being like, yeah, come to my house. Yeah, let's walk to work together. And and for him to ask as many questions about you as you are going to ask of him, that just that doesn't happen. And there's a thousand of those stories. My, my personal one is we've talked to Mike Leach, you know, I don't know, eight, ten times over the years was – we was the second time we were at Pac-12 Media Day, and he remembered us, and we were talking about books, and I had mentioned that I really enjoyed Key West. It was one of my favorite places. And the year before, he had said, you need to come down. He invited me down to Key West, and he did it the second year in a row. And I remember asking the AD, and I said, is he serious? And the AD goes, yeah, absolutely. He Because Leach is like, these are the days I'm down there. He's like, just get my number. He's like, we'll go down, we'll hang out. And Because I told him my favorite bars in Key West when I lived in Florida. And the AD was like, absolutely. He goes, if you get a hold of me and uh, when he's down there, he's like, we'll hook you up. He goes, just you'll show up at a bar and Mike will be there waiting. And just that idea just is, is baffling to me. Can you imagine any other coach? A random coach in the country. Hey, why next time you're down to Key West, why don't you come by the place? We'll uh, we'll hang out and we'll have a beverage and we'll talk about whatever books we're reading. That's just that's different. There is not another one, and you can't convince me there will be another one quite like Coach Leach. So let's listen to some of his finer clips. <laughs> and we there have several. Yeah, there's many. Uh, we will we will start that uh, coming up next. It's three forty nine on the fan. As we turn the corner into the new year, a lot of people are looking to get healthier. That includes Hero Bread, who have just launched their new recipe using heart-healthy olive oil. Hero Bread serves up 0 to 1 grams of net carbs, 5 to 11 grams of protein, and high fiber in every delicious serving. Made with natural ingredients, Hero Bread supports gut health, promotes weight management, and helps maintain blood sugar. All with no compromise on the taste, texture, and bready goodness you expect from your favorites. Now they're listening to their fans and updating their recipe with olive oil, an antioxidant-rich oil that's been shown to reduce cholesterol and minimize the risk of heart disease. Try it today with code HERO10 for 10% off your purchase at HERO.CO. That's code H-E-R-O-10 for 10% off at Hero.co. Tacovis is a terrific boot brand, and they're bringing a fresh perspective to heritage boot making. So they've carried forward all the time-honored traditions and quality you find in a great pair of cowboy boots. But they've innovated on comfort, style, and service. As someone who tries to pursue a minimalist lifestyle, I highly value quality over quantity. And I'm telling you, you can't find a higher quality boot than Tacovas. Their Western boots for men and women are handmade. Handmade from the most premium leathers with over 200 time-honored individual steps. Also, did I mention that they are Austin-designed, Texas-tested, and handmade down in the boot-making capital of the world, Leon, Mexico? And also, if you've ever wondered if you can pull off cowboy boots, which is something that I was thinking, you should pull on a pair of Tacovas and you'll see. Just do a quick search for Tacovas on social media and you'll see how adorably styled these boots can be. Visit tacovas.com, that's T E C O V A S.com, and point your toes west. 
This is Tony Kornheiser's show. I'm Tony. We expected someone else. So what exactly is the show about? Hmm, I don't know. It's a sports show nominally. Football's over, but we're finally at a point where things matter in college basketball and baseball season is on deck. Greatest three words in the English language, pitchers and catchers. We have some of the best voices come on and explain what matters or what makes an upset, like Ryan does, <laughs> nine over eight. No, that's not an upset. No, yeah, it is, Bob. And if you're lucky, I might just tell you about my search for discounted sleep pants or my worries about what my dog just ate. Listen on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. All right, well, this is going to bleed into our jamboree, which is college football related, so uh, it works. It all blends together. We've got a lot of clips. I, I text um, Buck this morning. I'm like, well, Mike Leach died, so we're going to have to play some of his uh, finer clips. And Buck was like, oh, I'm all over it. I know right where that stuff is in our system. And we were just talking. He's got <laughs> – how many do you have over there? There's so many. I mean, I, I just picked like a handful that I thought were some of the best, and I've got like nine over here. Uh, let's start with, um, and we don't have to play them all, but just reminiscing a little bit, um, the my, my, my one, because that's a drop that we have. Yeah. yeah. But I don't remember the context. The, so there was a guy that came in late to a press conference. It was, was and I believe he, he phoned in late, potentially, oh, that's... but uh, if you'd like to hear it, we can give you full context. Yeah, let's, let's fire that one. Okay, here we go. I'm curious about something. Uh, I realize you're a very busy man, first of all, but uh, was there any particular reason this teleconference started nearly 40 minutes late? Uh, yeah, because I had other obligations, and I got here 40 minutes late. So, uh, you know, fortune's a war. Um, we're way up north here, and this is a tough place, and so uh, that's the way it happens sometimes. But uh, uh, so, you know, I hope you feel better accommodated next time. <laughs> okay. This, uh, I'm curious about uh, have you uh, decided who your quarterback is, uh, starting quarterback is going to be this coming week? Well, my, my, my. I wasn't 40 <laughs> minutes late. It sounds like you may have been 40 minutes late. That was the first question I answered in this press conference. Uh, I've been listening, trying to listen very carefully. Did you announce who your quarterback is going to be? Yes, I did. The very first question in the press conference, and you can go back and review it on the computer. <laughs> oh, my God. I totally forgot remember, yeah, about that. It's, no. it's amazing. That is crazy. Yes, the guy asked a question already been asked. And I just love that it is my, oh, my, my, my. Oh, well. First question I answered, you son of a bee. I love it. Uh, how about um, – and, and by the way, you know, that is – if that's done by Urban Meyer, we're all being like, what an asshat. But the way Mike Leach did it with the my, 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 we just, it, we just end up loving him more. How about – I like the one. Do you have the mascot one? This might be my favorite one. I do have the mascot one. So he just rambles on about all the Pac-12 mascots yeah, if, in a fight? Yeah, if they got in a fight, who, mm-hmm. who would win? Here we go. First of all, what kind of mythical powers does a Sun Devil have? We've got to consider that. I'm going to say the Wildcat's out. Uh, the Trojan, is he? does he have a horse or is he on foot? Does he have a bow and arrow or just his sword? The Bruin, definitely formidable. Another bear up there at Cal. Uh, the tree, I imagine that tree's going to get chopped down. It's unless we're going to go with the bird and somebody might get pecked or something. I don't know. The duck might lose interest and just fly away and get out of there, which may be good <laughs> advice under the circumstances. Uh, the husky, no chance. The beaver, well, we'll see how long that beaver can hold his breath. Um, the ute, again, we're back to, uh, is he on horseback? Does he have a bow and arrow? 
Did he trade for a rifle? I mean, you know, because if that youth's got a rifle, there's some definite problems. You know, you'd have to get one of those Harry Potter activists to read up on how you kill a sun devil because there's a lot of uh, outside stuff there. As far as a beast alone, uh, a buffalo's going to be pretty hard to tangle with. I mean, a a buffalo's utterly outstanding. (laughs) Did I leave any of them out? Google find a way. Uh, clear-minded and crafty, a combination of stay out of harm's way and and uh, and attack when you get your uh, your chances or your openings. That is off the I cuff, yeah. off the cuff. And my well, the the Ute one is great. I'm like, did he, did he trade for a rifle? But I love <laughs> the term when he went to the buffalo. <laughs> Absolutely outstanding. I mean, I just. You, well, the I fact, also loved in there, Coog, clear-minded yeah. and, yeah. and uh, crafty, crafty, and he husky, was like, well, no chance. No chance. <laughs> yeah, he made it. It was so obvious the Coog was going to hold its own. Right. Yeah, and, is, the, and the husky had no no chance. No, it's it's wonderful. Let's the, listen the to the duck guy uh, might just fly away. Yeah. That's probably for the best. The Sun Devil. That's pretty good though. Yeah, Sun Mythi- Devil. Sort of mythical. Get a Harry Potter activist to find out if there may be something going on there. This is the type of stuff he would talk about. Yes. And again, it was in, all to deflect from his football team. But, but in depth. And he'd, great. He'd, he'd think hard about it. Let's get to a couple of the others. Um, his most famous one is probably the wedding rant. Yeah. And that was great. And, well, and quite practical advice. There's two of them, right? So this was... Do we have the one where it was the on-field or the one where someone asked him about it off the field? No, so this is this is a longer one where... So this uh, is off the field. This is off-field in the locker Press room. Yeah. Someone was about to get married and he asked if he yeah. had well, any advice. Well, the way the, the, the inception of this was one of the sideline reporters, well, I think when he was at Washington State, excuse me. Excuse you. After the game said, hey, by the way, I'm getting ready to get married. Do you have any advice for me and my fiance?" And Leach ripped her a new one and was like, first off, she keep it quiet, but you screwed that up. And he, he tells her to just elope. And he says, I tried to get my kids to do it, but they haven't done it yet. And then someone asked him about it later on, about his on-field rant, and he goes into further detail about how he's completely against marriage, uh, big marriages, and he, they, you, should, you should elope. So we'll yeah, get to it appears I do have both of those, actually. Yeah, I was going to say, I think we have both. We'll get to that. And um, Pet Monkeys from yeah. Mike Leach yeah. uh, next in the Jamboree on the fan. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. 
Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. Why? Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this Why? a lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details. T-Mobile prioritizes certain T-Mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion. 